Welcome back, family, to another episode on Like It Is with Melissa. And it's your girl, Melissa Freeman. Yeah, let's get into this. I am going to name this episode Pillow Talk. Now, we have all heard that term, Pillow Talk. And for those who don't know, it simply means this, okay? It means a husband and a wife. At night, that is their time when they're talking about maybe deep topics. Maybe just that's their time to talk because the life that they live is so busy and day-to-day conversations sometimes can't happen. Or maybe it's the time where they just talk about random things that's going on in their lives, their family lives, um, and people around them. Now, I I have to admit, I'm just not good at pillow talk. I feel like when it comes down to winding down, I'm kind of like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I've been talking all day long. I've been having conversations all day long. And I'm an introvert. So for me, I'm just like, this is my time to not talk and let something entertain me. And relax my body and my mind, period. Um, But I will say that is the time where we have less distractions where we can talk. But I do not do well during that time. And so I'm admitting that to my people. So for those who do great with pillow talk, kudos to you. Okay, give yourself a pat on the back. Mm Mm-hmm. Pat yourself on the back. You do well during those times. That is great. But I know you probably are thinking like, why are we talking about pillow talk? Because I want to address some things that during pillow talk should not be talked about. Okay. Oftentimes you get so close to your mate and you think you can express any and everything to them. And yes, in marriage, you become one. But you still need to be cautious of what you are feeding or giving your spouse. And this is going to the men and the women both. Okay, so I'm going to give this example. Let's say the husband is desiring to talk about his boys and what's happening with his boys. And you are just listening Although you were just listening, there are some assumptions that may enter into your mind during that conversation about who that person is and the characters that they hold based on what is being said. Now, the weirdest thing is most of the time when people are talking, they never talk about the great stuff that's happening with their boys. I'm using this as an example. But I'm sure there's some good things that's happening that's not being shared. So because of that reason, your your thought about that person and their identity and their character is warped. It's not clear. You don't see everything in 3D. You just see one line of what someone has said, two lines of what someone has said, maybe a paragraph of what someone has said. And you take that and you create who you believe this person is. Now, I know I'm giving the example of a man, husband talking about his boys, but it could be the opposite. It could be the wife talking about her girls. 
And like I said, this is all innocent, right? It's not malicious. But anything that you give your spouse, male or female, they're going to take it and create a narrative about who that person is based on what you said. So here are the do's and the don'ts of pillow talk. One thing I would say is there are, I just, okay, let me say it this way. I don't even think that a man who is married should be talking to his wife about his boys. I don't. And I don't think a woman who is married talking to her husband about her girls is okay either. I think it just shouldn't happen because I think that it is hard to say enough to build the character of that person. And so I've heard several times from many people that, oh, my wife is not like that. Oh, my husband's not like that. And the reality is, is yes, they are. Yes, they are. And the domino effect to that is, this is what I'm saying. Keep up now. The domino effect to that is, if I am thinking about what my husband has told me about his boys, and that's all the information I have. The moment he starts talking like some of the characteristics that I feel like I have, again, I have identified about his boys. My first thought is that is coming because you were talking to your boys, period, full stop. It may not even be true, but guess what? You didn't give me enough information for me to see your, your boy in 3D or know this person's true character to identify that this is your own thoughts and so that is the domino effect to all of this pillow talk can get messy it can get dirty and because you're in your safe space with a safe person you think you can just spill everything and when you spill everything you don't know what kind of mess you're making not just for that couple or that person but the mess you're making for yourself because once your husband or your wife thinks or looks at your people or your circle a certain way, they're not going to want you to hang around that circle or those people again. Now, the reality is most husbands and wives will not say that to their mate. I don't want you to hang out with such and such. I don't want you to talk to such and such. I don't even want that person to be your friend. Most mates will not say that. But what they will do, mm -hmm, what they will do is say things to influence you to not hang out with that person. And they may not say anything about your friend to make you feel that way. They may say something about themselves like we don't spend enough time together or you're always out or you're always traveling or I feel like we're not close like we used to be or I feel like used to call me midday while you were at work. You don't do that anymore. They'll find ways to make you feel guilty and feel bad about having a circle of friends. But it's all based on the fact of their narrative of who your friends are. And so it's a toxic cycle that happens. And I think many people are unaware. And the reason why I believe many people are unaware is because of how many times I have been told my husband, my wife is not like that. I even sometimes talk to, 
you know, my siblings and my friends and coworkers. And they literally be like, listen, yes, I, I talk to my husband. I talk to my wife. But there's some things I just don't share because I know how my husband or my wife is. I know they're not going to understand this piece or I know they're not going to fully discern why I'm saying dot, dot, dot. You fill in the blank. And because of that reason, because they know their mate and because they know how their mate can be, they withhold some information. Now, the question is, is that a bad thing? Hmm. Is that a bad thing to withhold some information from your mate? You can answer that question for yourself, but this is like it is with Melissa. And I'm going to say no, because ultimately what you're trying to do is protect yourself, protect your friendships and protect your marriage. You are trying to make sure that nothing in your life that is solid that you need will be destroyed or knocked down, or dismissed. That's it. And so I think every lady needs to have some secrets. I think every man needs to have some secrets. I'm going to tell you right now, my mother, she would say all the time, every woman needs some secrets. And she wasn't talking about be deceitful. She wasn't talking about um, cheating and things of that nature, because I know that's where people's mind goes. But she was like talking about like, you don't have to say everything. You don't need to spill everything. Like, what is that about? Like, you don't have to. You say what you need to say. You say what needs to be known, but you don't have to say everything. So she wasn't saying, don't tell the truth. She was saying, there are some things you don't need to utter. There are some things that should not be said because you know your husband or you know your wife. And so she would say it in a short way that every woman should have some secrets. That's how she would say it. And do I agree with her today? I do. I think once you understand and learn your mate, you got to be careful what you do. Be careful what you do. Be careful what you say. You need to be careful because there is a nasty domino effect that can happen with that. And you will even be unaware that that's what's happening because again, a spouse is never going to say, I don't like you hanging out with such and such. They're never going to say that. They're just going to do other things. So you don't have to hang out with them or you're not as close to them or you're not spending time with like they will. They will figure it out. They will figure it out. And because your mate also knows you. Mm -hmm, let's get with that. Because your mate also knows you. They know what to say and what to do to get you where they want you to be. Mm hmm. They do without you even aware that that's what's happening. But pillow talk is a time where a couple should come together and talk and bond and do what you got to do. And I like that it is called like pillow talk because it's saying it's saying it's the time that you wind down. It's the time where you lay down. It's the time where it's quiet in the house. Like pillow talk means the kind of talk that you would not have if you were in the office or you were out at dinner or if you were hanging and going hiking. Like pillow talk sounds deep because it is deep. Which is another reason why I just feel like 
you shouldn't talk about your friends or your loved ones or your family members during that time because you're taking a time where it could be about you and growing your marriage and implementing other people. To me, it's, I mean, kind of like low-key disrespect, like... It's your time. It's your time. Meaning you and your spouse is your time. Nobody else. So nobody else should be in the conversation. Period. And so I'm just like thinking about myself. And like I said, I started off saying I don't do well with pillow talk. And so some of the things that I have tried to do, and I'm still not there, y'all. Listen, when I talk to y'all about things, I am on the journey as well, or I have come close enough to the end of my journey where I could share some things with you all. So one of the things that I do is I think about what I could talk about at night during Pillow Talk so that we can have a conversation. I've also like purchased like conversation games where they're just like cards and they get us talking and then sometimes you end up just talking about anything because the cards just like were like starters. They like supported that conversation. And so I can admit where I am. I just hope other people can admit where they are so that they can do better in their marriage during pillow talk. I personally do not talk to my husband about any of my friends and anything happening in their marriage for this reason. Not that I don't think my husband will go say anything to anyone because he wouldn't. But I just feel like if I'm telling you this information, I'm saying that is bothering me and I'm saying I need to release it. And I'm saying that I'm kind of looking for a response of solutions or validation. I'm looking for something from you. And when you do that, like if I was to talk about my friend with my husband or talk about their mar- her marriage or any of my friend's marriage with my husband, I do believe that one, I am opening the door to again, a narrative that he can create. But then also, my husband is a fixer. So in his mind, he'll say, Oh, they should do this, they should do that. I mean, he'll just have a list of suggestions of things they can do. Like he automatically wants to fix issues. um, In the moment, like, you should call them up and tell them ABCDFG, you'd be like, Okay, so I know my husband. So for me, I'm like, if I open that door, I'm opening it up for him to believe that he's going to help me solve the issue with my friend or the issue in their marriage. And I know I don't want to give any space or room for that. Like that is not the reason. Um, And so for me, I just don't. I just don't. Okay. But I think what could be talked about during pillow talk is talk about you and your spouse, talk about your goals, talk about your visions, talk about your expectations in the marriage, talk about what made you happy that they did that week, talk about funny stuff that happened throughout the day. And I will. So that's the do's. The don'ts is don't talk about work. Do not bring work into pillow talk. 
work is for work when we start bringing our work into our homes i believe that's when we create an environment where it's there's no separation and it has to be a separation like i cannot come home and talk about work period and my husband will even say to me how was work and i'll be like it was busy or it was long or it was good and literally that's all he gets And then his response will be like, well, babe, I know it was busy. It's work. Or babe, I know that it was long because, you know, the position you hold. And he doesn't get, I mean, I say it, but he doesn't get like, I don't want to bring work into the home. I don't even want to talk about work when I come home. I want to talk about something else. Or I just don't want to talk. I just want to relax because I've been talking all day. Like, that's what I want to do. And so I think you got to know your husband. Like, and... I think now, you know, he he's getting it. He's like, she don't like talking about work. No, I don't. We can talk about something else. We can talk about something else. So I think that's the don'ts. Like, don't talk about work. Don't talk about your family and the circle you have and things happening in people's marriage. Like, that's that's just a no-no, okay? That's a no-no. That's what we used to say to know when he was five. That's a no-no. Mm-mm. You don't do that. But... You know, there are topics that I think are so important during pillow talk. Like, what are we going to do with our finances? How do we want to budget? Or even when's our next trip? Let's take another trip. Where do you want to go? Let's talk about that kind of stuff during pillow talk. Like pillow talk should be soft. Think about the title of why people call it pillow talk. Yes, you're winding down, but pillow is like soft therapeutic, restful. So don't bring up any topics that wouldn't be restful, wouldn't be therapeutic, right? So talk about that trip. Like, when's our next trip? Right? Like, start planning. Like, where would you like to go? Or if we went out the country, where would you like to go? Or remember that time we went to Miami? Or remember that time we went to the Bahamas? Yes, you remember that? And just start reminiscing. And then maybe you'll get to that point where you decide where the next trip is. But pillow talk should be so relaxing. It should be therapeutic. It should be restful. It should be a conversation that you don't even cut the conversation off. You just eventually fall asleep. Because the conversation was so therapeutic. That's it. That's it. So there are do's and don'ts during pillow talk. Listen, it's like it is with Melissa. So if you are over there and you're like, "Mm, why would she say that? Mm, That ain't right. Or I've been doing this way for years and this is how I. Okay, you keep doing that. And then let's see where it takes you. And then you'll come back to this episode and you'll be like, "Mm -hmm, I remember Melissa. Mm hmm. On that episode talking about pillow talk. And said, this is the do's and don'ts. And I didn't listen. And for some people, it's sad to say this, but they're not even going to recognize. They're not going to recognize. That is exactly what's happening to them. Because they're just not there yet. But that's why I get on my podcast and I talk about these things. Because there are some things that are just unknown. There are things that you don't know and you wouldn't know because you haven't experienced them yet. You wouldn't know because no one has told you. And so I believe in 
teaching what I do know. And there are do's and don'ts for pillow talk. That's it. That's it. But I, I do believe that pillow talk is so important in marriages. Um, and I think that if it's used appropriately, that pillow talk could be the time of day that you really, really enjoy. Pillow talk is a intimate, authentic, unguarded conversation. And because it's that, it is a sacred time for a couple. And so leave it as such. Leave it as a sacred time. That's what it should be. Respect that time with your spouse. Allow it to be a time where you grow together and love together. Now, I am still working on that because I'm just, I am tired. L- listen, listen, let me lay it down for y'all. I'm working all day. I get home, I go into class or I am doing homework. Sometime to 1030 at night, sometime to 11 and sometime to 12. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing all of that, like, you you just don't want to talk. You just you just don't. You just don't. Okay. You just don't want to do anything because you're stretching your brain all day long. And that's just what it is. I mean, adding on I'm also a mother and I'm also a wife and I'm also in ministry. So there's no break or time for me to just relax the way I would like to which is why listen y'all I'm about to go on a trip I'm trying to go away in April I'm thinking about Bahamas I'm thinking about Miami all I know is I gotta get up out of here that's all I know y'all but my life is so busy that pillow talk is not even happening sometime like by the time I get into bed my husband sleep and he should be right who's staying up to 11 and 12 But I think that for those who are out there who have that time, who can take advantage of pillow talk, take advantage of it, enjoy it while it lasts. Because when I heard, I heard, I'm going to say, when you get into your 50s and 60s, you in bed by seven o'clock. That's what I heard. So if you younger than that and you just like, we still are up eight, nine o'clock, let's take advantage because I know when you hit 50 and 60, you're going to be asleep at seven o'clock. Take advantage of it now, y'all. Take advantage. Take advantage. Okay. Pillow talk won't be forever because as you get older, you need more sleep and your body won't even let you stay up. It'll just tell you to go to sleep and your eyes will be closed and the TV will be watching you and that's it. But I wanted to just drop that nugget on y'all today. I wanted to show y'all some love. Why y'all show me some love? Go to my website, www.likeitiswithmelissa.com www.likeitiswithmelissa.com Check out my website, follow all my social medias and be a part of the families. Also, go ahead and purchase my book. Come on, y'all, purchase my book. What's butterflies got to do with it? It will take you on a journey as you're learning yourself 
in who you are and who you want to be in your marriage. It is not just about marriage. It is talking about your relationship with yourself, the relationship with your childhood, the relationship with your trauma, the relationship with your friends, your family. Yeah, it goes on and on and it takes you on this personal journey that needs to happen before you say I do. So if you are someone who's like Mary, it's still for you. If you're not married, it's still for you. If you decide you want to be single for the rest of your life, it's still for you, okay? Go ahead and purchase my book. It's only $19.95 right on my website. Go do that thing and support yourself and support a black sister. Also, I got to put this out there. I updated my website and you can purchase the prayer box. Purchase your prayer box. It has changed lives. Read the testimonies of those who have purchased the prayer box. And listen, like I said, I don't tell y'all to do anything I'm not doing. I have my own prayer box that I've been using and I'm already seeing progress in my life. And I'm also seeing some of the things that I'm asking God for. I already see it transpiring. And so I know it's nothing but me having more confidence and faith because of my prayer box. So go ahead and purchase that. That is $25. And you can use that with the book and you'll have a tool to go along with this journey, okay? So, nothing like having a tool as you're going on a journey. Because as you're going on the journey, you can seek God in different ways and you have that to support you. So, go ahead, look at my YouTube Look at my vlogging, look at my preached word, and support a sister and be a part of all my families. I want to thank you for coming on today and listening, tuning in, and just being so supportive. All right, so I thank y'all. And until next time, y'all have a blessed evening and peace.